Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast show. Today, my very special guest is Elizabeth Muller. Thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on. Thanks for asking me. Elizabeth has a multitude of healing modalities that she practices regularly. Today, we're talking about sound healing, and she's been trained at the Biosonic Academy of Music and Sound Healing with John Bulio, PhD. And other activities she does, she teaches yoga. She's been doing that for over 50 years with Kriya Yoga and Hatha Yoga. She's also trained in sound massage, which we may be talking about tonight out there in Germany. And she's been practicing this for about 15 years now. And she's also a Reiki practitioner and also a Thai yoga massage practitioner for quite a number of years. So thank you so much again, Elizabeth. It's great to have you here. Somebody with such a wealth of knowledge and a variety of different healing modalities. And that's what we're here to share in this podcast show. It's like, what are the different ways that our audience can learn to maybe make a big difference in their lives. Because I think the reality is we struggle to find solutions within the traditional medical model of surgeries, medications, and injections. And when patients go looking for different modalities, they actually find amazing outcomes. And that's certainly been my personal journey as well as many other of my patients. So tonight we're going to talk about sound therapy. Now, before we go into that, can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself? Like, where did you grow up and where did you go to school and college? Well, I grew up here in the Fraser Valley, born and raised, came back uh, from about 13 years in Germany and moved back into a family home in Harrison Hot Springs. My training was completely different. I was an interior designer. I was a drafts person studied in my field, what sat on the board of directors of the Home Builders Association and decided to make a life change. And we packed up our family and moved to Germany on quite an adventure, I have to say. And this is where I was actually exposed to sound healing. And I learned it from the Peter Hess Institute and ACOMA in Austria. At Akama or Polygobe, I took a four-level intensive training on how to do sound massage. And in German, Klang therapy, or Klang as in, in sound. And after that, I got kind of really excited about 
treating people and where I had my studio was very close to a lot of retreats or therapies, uh, clinics in Germany. And I had a lot of uh, physicians that worked there that came and were very curious about these techniques. And so it sort of opened up my range and my field of experience. And then when I came back to Canada, I continued on my path of yoga and teaching different healing modalities around yoga and sound. And found uh, Dr. John Bulio and traveled to New York several times to train under him and also Mitchell Gaynor which are two real leaders in this alternative modality. I think that it really works very well with traditional school medicine. So then I've just come back and allowed myself a little bit extra space in my busy schedule to help people who are dealing with restoring health after surgeries and illness, uh, people that are suffering from fibromyalgia and the effects of diabetes. Uh, this is really where I find at this moment a lot of the suffering is happening. So I really uh, have great respect for the fact that sound really is a tool, is an implement that we can have in our toolbox to offer self-care eventually and therapy to bring people back and to restore health, basically. Okay, wonderful. Very helpful introduction, just bringing us through your whole life there from a couple of trips or a couple of times spending in Germany at different phases in your life, which is, you know, I can really correlate with that growing up in Scotland for 32 years before coming over here to BC. But can you explain to our audience who maybe never heard of sound therapy before, can you explain in very simple terms how this works? So what we have to understand about sound is that our bodies are made of water, high percentage of water. And just like you were to throw a small pebble in a body of water, it would expand and ripple out and continue. You could stand there for a long time and still see the effects of this impact on the surface of the water. And we don't even know, we can't even see what's going down below the surface of the water. So if we think about our own physical bodies and the makeup of water, if we were to apply sound to for example, the surface of the skin or vibration to the surface of the skin, we can expect that vibratory rate, whatever it is, is to penetrate deeply down, not just on the surface of the skin, but deep down into the muscles, soft tissue, and inevitably um, maybe even make impact with, with bone. And that's basically the concept of sound healing. There's, there's other things that we can think about is how it actually affects the nervous system, how it uh, puts our body into a parasympathetic state, that rest and repair state. We can talk about 
nitric oxide, which is produced when vibratory rate is applied onto the body, um, and how the, yeah, the endocrine system and the nervous system responds to that. Okay, so what, what are you using as a sound device? This is what's called an auto-tuner. And what it makes an auto-tuner is the fact that it's got weights at the end. And when it's struck, it produces a vibratory rate. Now, this vibratory rate is probably the most healing. It's 128 hertz. And it's been proven to be the most effective in bringing down uh, stress levels in the body, even affecting possibly inflammation. Okay, so it's just for our audience who maybe didn't hear that, Elizabeth just had a tuning fork. And what she did is she just, it's a medium-sized tuning fork, maybe the size of your hand, and she just tapped it on the side of her palm and it just vibrated. And you could see it vibrating up and down. And if you're live with these things, you actually hear a sound, like a tone, and the different hertz, so the different frequency of the tuning fork gives you different um, experiences, and I'm sure different hertz has different purposes. But for, for our purpose here, 128 hertz is the overall the best one that you think is good for healing. So just applying this tool yeah. to the body, you transmit the sound through the tuning fork onto the skin and then into the body because the body is 72% water. That's, you know, there's water in the soft tissues, there's water in the muscle, there's water dispersed, you know, in the blood system and throughout the body. And so about 70% of our body is water. So literally you're getting this sound wave like a pebble into the pond and ripple, 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 ripple. And through the tissues, and that just starts to bring balance and healing through a vibrational sense. It's a brilliant concept, and I really relate to it, the pebble in the pond. But it's amazing that that actually can help us heal. Like, wow, it's amazing. Like, how long have they been doing this in Germany? Because many things come from Europe like this have been going on for a long time. Like, how long have they known about this and used it back home in Europe? You know, I can't tell you that exactly, but I would wager to guess that Peter Hess, who really is instrumental in sound healing with Tibetan bowls, which I do also, and I can show you those too if you wish, has been experimenting this on the physical body for several years. I would say at least 25 years. Okay, so let's talk about you got this sound wave on the body and do you just apply it where the patient has pain or had a surgical procedure? What we want to do is relax the area that is most effective. But in my experience, I tend to surround the area first and relax the outlying area before I go into the spot of tension or pain, I find it works a lot better to relax the surrounding area first. And also, sound and vibration relaxes the whole body. And when the whole body is relaxed and the mind is quietened and the breath is slow and deep, the patient or the client automatically relaxes and naturally moves into this 
close to or a parasympathetic state. And that helps also. Breath is so important. So that's a really big part of my practice is I first really remind people that it's important to breathe because tension and stress and pain really sort of stops people from taking deep breaths. It causes them to hold their breath. And that, in turn, creates more stress and more pain. It's cyclical, and it just keeps going around and around if the pain cycle or if that cycle isn't broken. Yes, it's a similar theme that we've been talking about over the weeks here, about the parasympathetic nervous system and how it's all tied in in a loop, as you've mentioned. And it's so important. If we all just stopped and breathed and slowed down and could breathe deeply into our abdomen, on a regular basis, we would start changing our nervous system. And, and I think when you add that additional tool of sound, it just makes a lot of sense, you know, to tie them all together. And all your training with yoga and obviously helps in this domain. And you've got lots of experience and, and helpful tips. Well, listen, I, I really like what you're mentioning. You, you've mentioned a few different types of patients that you would treat or clients. Can you just go through that list again? And, you know, in the context of chronic pain? Well, I think a big one on the, on the list these days is fibromyalgia. I see it in my students that come to the restorative yoga class. I also see it in my clients with diabetes, of course, post-surgery, post-cancer, even finding a pathway during chemotherapy and radiation, a path that just relaxes them and just sets the stage for a little bit, let's see, a little bit of more successful prognosis or or successful result from chemotherapy or radiation. And what are you finding with these patients with diabetes? Like, how does that help them? Well, I'll give you an example. A lot of elders we're seeing these days are suffering uh, greatly from diabetes, and it's very hard to to manage because it's inconsistent diet and other underlying health issues. But I see a lot of chronic hip pain, muscle cramps, and when the tuning fork is applied onto these places in and around these spots right away that you can see profound relaxation that washes over and people begin to focus more on the sensation of the vibratory rate than the pain itself and then what happens is the pain takes a second place or a backstage to the vibratory rate. And then the results are hours or sometimes even days of profound relief um, to these joints, muscles, yeah, migraines, muscle tension. And it's all very, very, and it's overwhelming for people when they experience that. And, uh, you know, People are a little bit skeptical at the beginning and they see this crazy tuning fork coming down onto them and 
And once they experience and, and they really just get that healing sensation, muscles relax, tension is relieved, breath is restored, they're much more capable of even managing pain when and if it returns than before. And how many sessions of treatment would a typical patient have? Well, I guess that really all depends about how severe and what we're dealing with. Typically, I like to see people a couple of times a week. Sometimes I see people that are in desperate measures every day. And then do you have some clients that come like once a week for like months? Oh, yes. Yeah. What is really very interesting is that while I'm teaching, for example, yoga classes, often there's muscle contractions or cramps that people get. And if we can get to them right away, often people say, you know, I, I went home and this, this muscle cramp that I get in the back of my leg all the time, I haven't had it for weeks. So I think it travels. It travels the pathways. And um, if that pain or that discomfort or that cramp really isn't originating where they're experiencing the pain, it comes from someplace else. So you just don't treat the spot. You're actually treating the whole body. Wonderful. Yes, I see that a lot in my practice when the pain literally moves around, you know, when you're treating the, the fascia and the muscles, releasing the tension. And it's exactly what I find almost every day, I would say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can correlate with that. Okay, well, listen, I really thank you for sharing this information. I think it's opening up my eyes to different possible options for patients. I'm sure our audience is also thinking, wow, maybe this can help me too. So can you just share how our audience can really take this home and you know, start a process of maybe finding out practitioners or you know, I don't know if there's a way that they could get their own tuning fork or is it maybe best to go to a practitioner like yourself and you know, get some information and you know, just give us a little bit of practical take home advice for, for anybody out there that's looking for maybe this modality. Of course, connecting with me directly is great. I'm able to supply tuning forks if somebody would like to learn it themselves and uh, take it home. If somebody would like to experience a sound massage with Tibetan bowls, which have very similar workings as the tuning forks, but they're a little bit more distributed over the body at one time. So we can get vibration going across the abdominal area and then up in the heart region at the same time. They're certainly welcome to connect with me and I can share um, any information that they're interested in and uh, talk with them about maybe what their needs might be. Besides that, I think that looking online and finding out where your closest sound therapist is, the Pater Hess Institute also has an online list, I do believe. Chances are you might not get too many people in the United States and Canada, but it's worth looking at. And besides that, I think that there are sound healing practitioners out there. It's important to really 
look at their credentials and their background and make sure that it's a working cohesive partnership for themselves and uh, that's what my suggestions would be thank you what's your website crystalspirithealing.ca okay wonderful do you have any books that maybe people could uh, read about this subject Absolutely. I think the first one that I would suggest is by Dr. John Bulio. It's called Human Tuning. And then The Healing Power of Sound by Dr. Mitchell Gaynor. He was an oncologist, was passed away a couple of years ago under questionable circumstances. But he really used sound singing bowls and Tibetan bowls in his oncology practice. And he successfully reduced hair loss and nausea when treating his patients with uh, chemotherapy and radiation. So I think that there's, there's a huge need for sound healing to be offered sort of a wide variety of places, but as a complementary practice to school medicine, I think. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, Elizabeth. I've learned lots tonight. Wonderful to get a different You're very welcome. So I look, to, look yeah, forward to seeing you again. Yeah, thank you for the again. invite. Okay, All you right. take care. Take good care. Thank you so much.